light the candles, and get that spooky music going. Huh? It is the season of the witch. It's Halloween. Woo! It's October. I'm a fucking pumpkin. Dude. What? I'll... Dude. I'm sorry. I got uh, really excited. Honestly? Hmm? Was that, was that the line? That may have been the line. <laughs> like, the, the, I'll forgive a lot of shit. You leave the pumpkins out of this. <laughs> they have been through a lot this season. It was hot. They barely made it out of the season alive. Oh, man. For me to take them and kill them at the end when they've been well, ready to. Well, in a to. ritual sacrifice, as is their way. Yes. To then, you know, you use the whole pumpkin, mm -hmm. as the Native Americans did, to sacrifice. That's really true. The great I do God. use the whole pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin how many, seeds. How many, how many pies have you made? Let's not talk about it. Oh. Too many? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I like how pie. Come I, how come I haven't gotten any? You son of a bitch. Because I lay 40. naked in them. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm you... fucking the pumpkin. <laughs> Damn it. It is October, the month that I live for. Literally, the rest of the year is pretty well shithole until this month. For me. Numbnuts over here really cares about December. I like getting presents. I like getting things. Shallow. Mm. Christmas and August. I get presents. Easter is kind of a meh. The fuck can you get at Easter? You get an Easter basket with a present in it. You, you guys never did that? Yeah, well, when I turned an adult, no. Look, Christmas, it's not my thing. Like that, I, Now I get, like, socks, but, you know, fucking shit. Spooky needs socks, too. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Christmas, it's just not my holiday. I would decorate my Christmas tree with pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> like little uh, black and orange uh, Christmas ornaments uh, with little yeah. bats and cats on them. A little purple in there for a little color, sure. Little purple garnish. Well, yeah, orange is not really a color I enjoy too much. Yeah, it's kind of an ugly yeah, color. But, you know, purple's nice. Purple is good. Red? Good. Black, always. Always good, yeah. Well, you and me are both Draped black. Draped in black. Yeah, <laughs> continuously. I wake up in black. <laughs> yeah. So, it is the Halloween season, and uh, uh, apparently also... It is our 100th episode. Happy 100th episode, Leland. Sure. I think that's something to be excited for. I guess. I mean, everyone gets an award at the Special Olympics, so yay, we made it to 100. Not everyone makes it to 100. Some people quit early. Do they? We call them quitters. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, because you know what? I they don't have the fortitude to make it to 100. And you know what they also don't have? And a co-host that interrupts the segue. <laughs> I... The... <laughs> No, continue with your thought, please. Pumpkins. <laughs> In the celebration of our 100th episode, I brought something. What'd you bring me? Not specifically for you. Oh. Uh, well, they're not here. Yeah. They're well, just a microphone. Okay, then I guess it is for you. Yes! Um, we found them, y'all. It's happened. Took us a year. Mm. I found the Oreo candy corn cookies. The elusive... Magnificent, magical. Well, we haven't had them yet, so you can't. That's true. They could be shite. Okay, so just elusive. I'll stop at elusive then. <laughs> they are elusive, like the octopus, <laughs> like the mighty octopus. Well, that's what Jacques Cousteau would say, like the elusive octopus. Or... No, no. All right. Well, anyway, so limited edition. It says so limited. If you didn't get them in the first two weeks of September, you don't have them for when the actual season of the candy corn comes around. Suckers. What a fucking stupid model. 
Like, I just don't get I don't, it. I don't know. Anyway. I have no idea. We're going to try these right now. That was the package. Boom. <laughs> Open. Oh, they smell like candy corns. Oh, soak that in. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Go yeah. ahead and try one while I talk to the people. Oh, we've been doing this one. for a hundred episodes. That means a hundred movies. Ooh. Me and him have had to watch. Some have been really good. Some have been really fucking terrible. Mm. I'm gonna ask you to stop making love to it and fucking eat it like a man. How is that? How's that candy corn? Oreo cookie. The elusive candy corn Oreo cookie that, honestly, the reviews online, 50-50. Does it taste like said candy corn wrapped in magic? No. (laughs) (laughs) But it does taste good. Fair. It is good. Fair. All right. You talk to the listeners a little bit about... Where's my cookie? Excuse me. Um, So 100 episodes have gone by. Uh, it's been fantastic. Hope to do a hundred more. I, I guess maybe I, I don't know. We'll At see. least we'll see how long this train goes. <laughs> um, you, you well, so I'm gonna eat a cookie now. That's delicious. All right. Well, we'll see if it lives up to the want and wait. Like that after I have been wanting after the springtime Oreos that we tried, the watermelon ones. I, I dug them, but that's cool. You know, but the like the first one's good, yeah. and then it continually gets worse from there. Yeah. You don't think that tastes pretty good? It's good. You don't think it's like better than normal Oreos? Look, I'm just trying to play it cool. I have four more of these at my home. <laughs> this one's your bag. Ooh. When I go home, stuff three more. Oh my god. Fat man diving in like, mm. like, like the last meal. Now ever. I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out, is milk the way to go with these? No. Yeah. Like to to be honest and just just to kind apple of apple cider. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm fat. I'm good at those. You just cracked that shit wide open. <laughs> oh my god, you are so fucking right. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um. Look, you're good at podcasting. Yeah, I'm good I, at I am. eating. <laughs> Makes sound like 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 you're Java and I'm Service Crumb. Wait, who? Service? Subverse? Salacious. Whatever. Pull your motherfucking nerd card. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. Get your shit together. <laughs> Excuse me while I take a sip of my tasty pumpkin spice latte beverage while you continue to speak. Mm. Because it is all Halloween and pumpkin up in this bitch. Yeah, it is. It is. 100 podcasts. It's a milestone. We've made it this far. Don't make that face. You love it. I know you love it. I remember... I mean, you're making it out like you slayed a dragon. A small dragon. A whelpling. Like, CR 8. 6. 8. Like, red dragon. Undead. Like, you, my holy cleric. Me, your annoying bard. Like, I, I feel we've... we've accomplish something here. My hymen just grew back. Well. Fucking nerd. Yeah. But we're on a podcast. Podcasts aren't known for their cool kids. I remember when you first uh, brought up the idea to me about the podcast. You had done uh, a couple of the Comic Issues podcasts and you kind of got really excited and I was secretly envying you and considering that this is a thing that we've always been doing. We've always been watching movies going out whatnot. Uh, the the chance to get internet famous and do it, it, it has been uh, a, a lot of fun, and we have watched 
terrible movies. We've watched some good movies. You have surprised me with movies that I would have never watched. I kind of enjoyed Rhinestone. That's all I'm saying. That'll do, pig. Okay. I'm sorry. Enough I'm just excited. This, I'm just excited to be here with you. Uh, enough of this touchy shit. Because mm. that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hug. Halloween, the season is upon us, and I cannot be any more excited. I mean, I'm a compass due north. I cannot wait to get into the next four weeks. And we kicked it off right. We did. This last weekend was the opening of Not Scary Farm. Mm. And for those of you not from Southern California, uh, Knott's Berry Farm is like a theme park out here. It's got the uh, Charlie Brown characters as their it's characters. It's like Lesser Six Flags. I, I, I mean, honestly, it's really at the bottom of the barrel. Like, I mean, I'm a really good jelly-infested barrel because yeah, Knott's mean, Berry Farm makes jelly. Better than Legoland and the fact that, like, once you reach 12, you can keep going. <laughs> uh, it's got roller coasters and stuff, but one time a year for one month a year it's cool is, it's it's cool it becomes not scary farm boo spooky scary hmm? and so um we went and walked through um pretty much all the haunted houses rode a lot of fun rides ate some really bad food had this had, had a had a fair share of amount of time with a group of people and um well we went for one specific purpose well one we liked the haunted houses and we kicking off our our spooky season but the um, the main focus was that she came out of retirement. She did. For the month of October. She has not performed at Not Scary Farm in almost, like, 15 years. I can attest to that. I was at the last show <laughs> because I'm creepy. You thought you'd never see her again. I did. Did thought, not thought think thought this that she, was it. Yeah, she was, she is poofed away in a black smoke cloud and went about her business, but no! Bats and shit. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, came back for one more Halloween hey season. Hey, girl! And we went and saw her show. Um, mm. Actually, pretty good. It's not fun. gonna lie. It was Getting fun. pretty good reviews in the LA Times. It's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. She comes Absolutely. out, she lip syncs, does a little, her little shtick. Some spooky jokes. Uh, she did, uh, one of her funnier jokes was that she did mention, if you don't know who she is, get the hell out. Mm. Which I thought was funny, because she, even she's aware that she's old. Very you know, like fantastic. Her, oh. Mm. She, uh, you know, the whole show was kind of like doing her shtick, some audience participation. And then I guess um, uh, Satan, or some sort of demon from the underworld, um, yeah. cursed her, I guess. Put her into movies, and then they kind of like a little short film, a little montage of, of classic horror films. Yeah, and Elvira was mixed in there, is, uh, and she woke in the Saw movie where she had the reverse boob trap on her breast, and um, yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, I, I liked it. Like, I liked the birds reference because it's old classic Hitchcock, and she did mm. some Silence of the Lambs, so that's always fun. Uh, like, it's it's fun because. It's it really hasn't changed. Like some of the things around her, like her jokes get updated a little bit and whatnot. Slightly, yeah. But it's still classic Elvira. Like yeah, camp, camp, like camp. Dirty jokes yeah. and you know just kind of playful ribbing. She it, knows what her audience expects, mm -hmm. and she knows how to deliver it. She, hell, she's been doing it for over thirty years. 
Yeah. She knows how to keep this. Look, she knows how to make her money. <laughs> but like, I mean, bitch she's bitch got to get paid. She's she's <laughs> definitely uh, an entertainer as mm-hmm. anyone else is. She just she she nailed a character and she's made it work. For, like you said, like 30 fucking years. 1981 was the official year that Elvira started on uh, Elvira's movie Macabre. So that means Elvira's only a year older than me. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had asked during the movie how did Elvira come up with the Elvira mystique that yeah, one love, she is. I'd love to know how the character cre- Um According created. to what I've read and have heard her say in interviews that she just went to an open casting call and the casting call was looking for a movie persona late night horror host or oh. hostess. They would prefer a woman but they would have taken a dude and uh, her and her people made up this character to come in and do the kind of like punk goth movement of the early 80s but with a valley girl sensibility you said it best over the weekend i think when we were discussing her that she is the reverse maryland Mm -hmm. in a monster's world if you will yeah where she lives in a world of dark and scary spooky macabre things but we look are the like what the mm." um which did bring up an interesting question of what is she it's it's definitely <laughs> it's like like if you try and if, if you tried to figure out okay I mean is she a vampire clearly not she's we never see her drinking anybody's blood um she, is she a witch maybe I don't know like I always go with witch it's it's weird because like in some of the like the the the, the, the comedy uh, albums like she's done like with her scary music mm-hmm. mixes and whatnot like we were we were listening you mean to her over the weekend recording career yes. <laughs> Uh, like she'd be like, "Oh, I eat a bug." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like very weird things. So yeah, there's even one whole song where she's talking about eating people. Yeah. Like so, like she's clearly not human. Like, the character is clearly not like a normal person. It's something kind of supernatural. But you said she is she the female Beetlejuice? <laughs> it's not completely impossible. <laughs> I don't, I've always wondered, like, what are you? <laughs> Like it's it's she's just kind of a, an amalgam of yeah of B classics. What I will say she is for sure is awesome. Okay, okay, so two things I will say for sure. Yes, great yes. set of boobs. Okay, <laughs> she some amazing it, legs. You good? Yeah, I'm done. All right. The she is, I mean, like she's a pop culture icon. She is. I mean, she's a legitimate icon mm-hmm. that has. Done everything, games. I, I I want that pinball game. <laughs> I mean, you got games, movies, home videos, um, records, records, y'all. Um, she LPs. even she even did a three D live action four D thing at some shitty theme park somewhere. Mm-hmm. She's got a couple movies under her belt. She's an actress who's been doing this forever. Uh, she did have a pilot that did not go to series. Mm. Uh, You're telling me about this yeah. a little bit. Uh, CBS did a pilot in 1993 about two witches, her and her mom, uh, who was played by who's the boss's Mona, the mm. redhead. Clearly, right? Definitely a witch. Who moved to Manhattan, Kansas, oh. with their talking cat. Well, I, I I'm sure do. the cat's name was Salem. Yes. <laughs> Real whiny, yeah. always complaining about couldn't get the fish. I've the seen this shelf. pilot. They played it um, before her show one year. Mm-hmm. 
There's a reason this show did not go to series. <laughs> Just because Elvira's there doesn't mean it's going to be awesome. Um, I mean, she did her movie Macabre in the 80s, and she brought it back in 2010. It, same shtick. Yeah. You know? It's what made her a household name enough. It's a little timeless, honestly. It is, because I was thinking on the way over to your house tonight, like, there is no one like this now. Like, no. there is no one out there making fun of movies with, it like, a like a theme to them. Maybe on the internet, I'm yeah, aware was, of them was, if there is. Say, there's definitely no one in the mainstream doing it. Yeah. I would say well, there's... honestly, why would there be? She's still doing it. <laughs> I would definitely say there's... I'm sure there's somebody on the internet who's, who's doing something like it. But if they're honest, they're heavily... They'd be inspired by Elvira. Right. They, and... they, they would make her one of, you know their inspirations for doing and their character. Um, I do find this interesting and strangely coincidental. This was not planned mm. as of today of the recording, which of course is not live. Surprise. Yeah. Break the mystique that you all thought. Uh, today is, is the exact 25th anniversary that Elvira Mistress of the Dark, the movie opened in theaters. Mm. Not planned, dude. That's just weird. It's that's it's meant to be it's our hundredth episode. Elvira, who showed up like in the first podcast, I think. Oh yeah, you've been making jokes about her to call you we, we, since day one. I'm seriously, girl. Call. I mean, me. Elvira has impacted our existence yes. in both several different ways. But twenty five years ago, that movie opened. Mm. That's pretty. That's bit. pretty neat. I try not to. <laughs> I live in a healthy, rich state of denial. <laughs> and we saw her this weekend. She favorited our tweet. Hell yeah, she did. That means she knows we both exist. She likes us. She just knows there's two more fear fans out there. Mm. But that brings us to today's movie, which we thought we'd usher in the Halloween season and our 100th episode and the love of Elvira by watching Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the 1988 masterpiece. The cult classic. Let's go with that. <laughs> I th- it, well, I mean, we were talking. It's, it's absolutely true. She's a cult status icon. Who got and a movie? Who, who got a movie, which automatically makes it by default a cult classic movie. Mm, yes. Well, you know. I if, mean, her, if, her fans are right. make it a cult classic. <laughs> if Carrot Top could be chairman of the board, Elvira can uh, be a movie star. <laughs> as wacky and absurd as this movie gets, I'd still, uh, I'd still watch it ten times in a row. Without food, then watch five minutes of... Gallow Walkers? Gallow Walkers. Yeah. It's fair. The movie was fucking terrible. <laughs> One day we'll stop complaining about it. No. Probably not anytime no, not, soon. Not soon. Not soon enough, I could say. Uh, yeah, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. You know, if you haven't seen this movie, one, what the hell's wrong with you? Two, it's on Netflix, so... Streaming! Streaming. You're, you're good to go. But, in a nutshell... Hmm. She is basically playing herself. She's a horror hostess. It's like her origin story. <laughs> well played. <laughs> she, she's playing herself. She finds out her great aunt has passed away and leaves her an inheritance. And she has to travel to Massachusetts to find it to this little small town who is, you know, just... Fucking Pleasantville. Yeah, pretty much. And there she finds out that, that she is... Um, from a long line of witches and her great uncle Vincent is out to get her and he wants her magic spell book and she you know that's kind of thus comedy ensues 
Well, she gets to the town and she is Elvira in all of her gorgeous Elvira. Right, and it goes back to what you said earlier that she is. She the, rolled up into Pleasantville. She did, or as I referenced in the movie because it's filmed on the same set, that she rolled up in the Hill Valley from Back to the Future. Da, 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 da. It was. It's Hill Valley. Like it was, yeah, the yeah, clock yeah. tower's there. Well, the, the clock tower's mostly there, but it, you, can, you recognize that that center square. <laughs> it was. It was kind of like. Well, they left the clock tower up. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, you never know. It's Universal Studios. They come here. They expect to see the clock tower. It's still yeah. there. Take the Universal tour. Yeah. But, so, you know, she gets there. Her car breaks down. So now she's trapped in this little shit town of Puritans. Which she runs up into who I think is one of the best character actresses in the world. Um, Edie McClure, who is mostly known as Mrs. Poole from the Hogan family. But also the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which, let's be honest, should have got an Oscar for that, because she's really good. Her pulling out those pencils in her hair, that shit is funny. Like, I, I love it when she, she tears through like, ooh, everybody likes him. Yeah. He's, he's, no, he's a righteous dude. He's a righteous dude. <laughs> I love when the sister walks away. She's like, mm-mm-mm, what a little asshole. <laughs> Love her. Love her. That chick is real life. Yes. Uh, She plays a character called Chastity Pariah, which is so on the nose in so many ways. Uh, Elvira thinks she's getting an inheritance full of money and power, and she's going to... Because she needs $50,000 to start her Las Vegas show. Well, she doesn't get $50,000. She gets a house. A house probably worth $100,000. Yeah, well, they ruined that house during the movie. Uh, she gets a cookbook, which is really the magic spell, spell book. book of yeah. her book of shadows, if you will. Mm, okay, okay, I'll, I'll allow it. I'm up it. with witch lingo. I know what's up. <laughs> and because you watched some Charmed, and the craft. Oh my best. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Nancy, get with Baru's it. Baru's a bulk. <laughs> Somewhere. Her ears just tangled. Yeah. She's like, someone remembered who I am. <laughs> and not from American History X. Call me. So, uh, and she gets a dog. Her familiar, who is just the protector yeah. of her family lineage and a shape-shifting dog. Yeah. As a familiar is to do. Mm, Mostly yes. a tiny poodle that is punk as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, she she, she shaves a mohawk fuck. into it. And <laughs> dyes it. Dyes it different colors. <laughs> that poor dog. Yeah. <laughs> Not as poor as the mouse that they did the same thing to later <laughs> in the movie. It turns yeah. into a mouse at one point, And you just have to imagine someone in... Someone had to make a tiny leather harness. I told you it was a cock ring. They just stuck it on there. <laughs> Maybe. Not one I've ever worn. It was... Oh, ew, ew, what? ew. Hey, what? It was one of Elvira's. Oh, What? No, oh, that she uses oh, okay. on, on people. <laughs> this went south real quick. <laughs> uh, that's kind of the, the plot in a nutshell, you know. It, it, and then, and then, comedy ensues because it's the fish out of water story. Because she is who she is, surrounded by all these uptight, normal people. Um, and you make a funny joke in the movie, but like, why is it all the teenagers are her friends? And I try to explain to you, like. Well, the adults won't talk to her, so kids are stupid. They don't, it's like, <laughs> but it is, it is slightly weird. If it like, was, if, if Elvira was El Manra, yeah, it would oh, be yeah, weird. No, it would be weird. Be, like, be it like, would be the prisoners, and, and no one would want to watch it. <laughs> why is that the prisoners? Oh, such a timely reference. Right? 
<laughs> Wolverine dressed like Elvira. That's not pretty. <laughs> but now I have to see it. <laughs> it's like fucking Jean Valjean's dong hanging out of that slimmy. Uh, you know, but the she's hanging out with the kids and they, and they you know, um, they want to help her. So they, they like, they volunteer to fix up her house. Honestly, I think they made it worse. Like, they turned it into Pee Wee's Playhouse they, on the, from the outside. They did turn it. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, difference between me and the real world. Like, she gets out of the car and she's like, oh, this house is beautiful. I bet you get a mint for that. And the guy's just like, yeah. Too bad your house is over there. The Adams family house. I was like, I want that house. <laughs> like, that house is awesome. That's not a fixer-upper. That's just clean up the... The debris in the front yard. Call it a day. Halloween at that house is going to be awesome. Just keep the spiders everywhere. Mm. No, they're there. I don't like spiders. Mm, cobwebs didn't make themselves. Well, you know, I got a broom. <laughs> it's like, I'll clean. But you might accidentally knock the dust off. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to paint it to look oh, like okay. a goddamn fruit-striped gum. <laughs> like, I mean, There's a timely reference. <laughs> You can still buy it, <laughs> but it's it's just it's it's like zebra but rainbow color. Like it's just it's it's really good for five seconds and then it's just bland and tasteless. It's just like ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. The I but she does get to do her shtick in the movie when uh, her love interest for the film Bob. They they I I was watching some sort of show and they said you can tell how smart a dog is by putting a towel over the dog. And by how fast the dog will realize that it's being covered by a towel, that's how smart the dog is. Bob still got the towel 90 minutes he's, later. Like He's stuck. Yeah, he just, he's, he's just like, oh, it's dark now, I guess. <laughs> he actually <laughs> just gives up and sleeps. accepts, yeah. <laughs> it, it, he accepts death. Yeah. It's like, this is it. There's no way for me to get out of this. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. He's, he's so terrible, but he's this, like, what would you call him? Like, he's the... Um, the town hunk, I guess. Like he's he's the 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 archetype love interest. Like yeah. he is the big strapping muscly guy who, I mean, I guess for more of the B movie trope, like is a little uh, stupid. Well, not a little. He's a lot stupid <laughs> uh, and very um, blind to uh, Elvira's affection towards him. Pushy affection. Yeah. Like yeah, well, yeah, way pushy. Now Elvira. Uh, it's it's very interesting the way that the, the the character works. Is she a tease or is she a slut? I think she she's not a slut okay. because she clearly won't just have sex with anyone. Although but all those other people were really gross, though. She'll make she makes jokes about like taking money for for sex <laughs> and stuff. So it's kind of weird, but we we never see it. So it's it's only her word. But really, like. Through the entire movie, granted, like like you said, I mean, everyone's kind of a sleazy dirtbag. Right. Um, every guy in this movie, other than Bob, is a sleazy dirtbag. Mm. Every woman is an uptight bitch. Right. Well, she brings it out of him. Apparently. Yeah. Um, but she does. She is dressed uh, with her entire chest exposed, <laughs> collarbone <laughs> to navel. She's got. She's got the the the. She she made the Angelina leg look good. Before, Before yeah, Angelina. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is it? What is the uh, the the bitch in the movie theater? <laughs> She's like, "Do you always wear the same outfit?" Well, I guess in your business, it pays to advertise. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I like it's her true. comeback though. Sometimes I like to wear something low cut <laughs> and sexy. 
I think one of her favorite, my favorite lines of the movie is uh, when after Bob drops one of the marquee letters because Bob works and runs at the local movie theater in town that only can show G-rated movies. He drops something on her head and he he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Elvira. She's like, it's cool, it's cool. He's like, how's your head? And her comeback is, well, I haven't had any complaints yet. Like she's Zing! <laughs> the movie's full of, of dirty jokes and like, I mean, for PG? Yeah, it's like PG or PG-13. It's one of those two. Like, Bottom line, it's not rated R. Kids saw this, but it got close. I feel, I feel it got. I saw this in elementary school. In, the in school? Oh, okay. No, not in school. Then you said in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I was in elementary school. You were chi- tiny Leland. Yeah, I was like sixth grade. Um, like I, I feel, although there is no cursing and the <laughs> violence is very comical, I suppose. Mm. Uh, the fact that she is walking around, there's a lot of dirty jokes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she she puts it up on the glass for us. Yeah. That's a funny character. And, though. of course, uh, the end of the movie where she's got the uh, the nipple tassels oh, swinging where around. where her Vegas showgirl days come back yeah. to play where you're like, oh, you were a Vegas yeah. showgirl. You know what it is. That's not a trick all ladies know how to do. <laughs> I mean, she does one side, then the other. And then she's like, oh, Alternate we're going to go. Yeah, like, go one together. Oh, we're going to go. Oh, here we go. Boop, 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 boop. You're just like, oh, my gosh. Those are. Oh, wow. That she looked like she was going to take off. <laughs> like Sophia Vergara in the, in the new no, machete kills. No, I can't wait for that. <laughs> but like. But that's a trick you don't just learn. Like, but that's she, a developed skill. But you she know was what? a Vegas. Well played, Elvira. She was a Vegas dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. I'm I just know. saying. I'm, I'm just backing her up. Yeah. No, she don't need any backup. She's good. Um, I want her to back it up. Oh, come on, man. Don't talk treat trashy about her like that. I, She's a classy I, gal. I would love and respect Elvira. <laughs> uh, yeah, her, she does have those. Um, her her one liners are actually some of them are kind of they fall flat. I'm not gonna lie. Some of the writing in this isn't great, but the ones that that are good though, the ones that I remember, you know, like one of my other favorite ones is um, she's like, "Oh, can I get a Bloody Mary?" And the waitress is like, "Oh, we don't serve any hard liquor after eight. One, what kind of fucking rule is that? Pleasantville. Fuck that. That's when people start drinking hard liquors after eight. But then she she's like, "Oh, you want a virgin?" She skips a beat. And she's like, hmm, maybe, but I want a few drinks first. Check, check, check. That shit's funny. Is is maybe it, not to the audience, but I laugh hysterically <laughs> because one, I've used it in bars and it's worked. Mmm. <laughs> you got some virgins? No, I got a free drink. Oh, that's, <laughs> all right. Also good. Also good. Look, beer's good. <laughs> virgins don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Fuck them. But the. It's it is it, um, her her great uncle Vincent Talbot mm. Talbot a nice homage to the Talbot family from the Wolfman that's what the family was called originally so it's kind of played by Grandpa Crowley not Grandpa Crowley Papa Crowley uh, Grandpa sounded better yeah but it's not I know don't disrespect the Morgan Shepherd name. <laughs> The Shepherd name? The Shepherd name. I love the uh, Shepherds. Fantastic British actor. Debbie Morgan Shepherd plays the villain in this. Uncle Vincent Talbot. Um, Morgan Shepherd is the father of Mark Shepherd, who, frankly, if you don't know who that is, you got to turn in your nerd card, just like the meme says, because it's true. He's done it all. He He's has done it all. been in everything. Star Trek. Firefly. 
movies upon movies. Supernatural. So, well, I didn't want to just lead with Crowley because he is know. the badass. That yeah, is but everyone Crowley. knows we Doctor we, Who, y'all. Yes. You can't beat that. And several other nerd things that make him probably one of the greatest people on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. But it's funny because you look at his dad and you're like, oh, yeah, that's his father. He's got the same voice. Yeah. The same growly, deep English thing. It's cool. I think it's, anyway. But um, great uncle Vincent here, he wants to, uh, I mean, essentially get all the power to become the ultimate demon? I, I guess before Elvira ever stepped foot into town... Uh, her great aunt Morgana was keeping this spell book um, protected from him because he is a evil warlock. Some protection was in a fucking drawer. <clears throat> yeah, but he wasn't getting to it, so apparently she had it protected. <laughs> but once she dies, it's his opportunity to to get the book, and uh, he if he can have the book. During the eclipse, as it always is, <laughs> the lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse that only happens. Once, Once a hundred years. Yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> then he'll um, turn into a monster? He turns into a monster. I'm he not quite does. sure. Um, like, the ultimate evil power corrupts him ugly. <laughs> Pretty quickly. It goes from scene to scene. He is yeah. more gross. By the, like, by his the, hair yeah. starts falling out. His ears start kind of getting long. They put in, like, these sharp dentures. Mm-hmm. I, like, granted, the whole movie, he's got a bad eye. But I feel they really play it up at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that he can move one of them still. and I never notice it. I've watched this movie a lot. Never notice that. I can't believe you never noticed <laughs> that. Only one eye goes yeah. this one. I was the like, other one's ah. just stuck on her boobs. <laughs> I wonder if he has a glass eye. I don't know. Huh. It doesn't look the same. The That's two true. eyes do look different. Well, it's not like Peter Falk where it's clearly one's not moving. You're like, <laughs> Columbo, you're not reading that clue. Because... You know. I am. I'm also reading this clue over here. <laughs> yeah, the boob clue. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, boob clues. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. It's Algonquin. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, which gives away to a couple other really fun jokes, you know, like the... Uh, I, you know, she gets the big gun, which I was just like, why is she there... Has, she, <laughs> it's a Rambo moment. Like, she comes out... What? She, <laughs> they might not remember! <laughs> All right, well played. Steps out. You looking for me? (laughs) Of the surplus store? Well, yeah, clearly. Because it's the only place with a big gun. Pleasantville apparently has a rocket launcher (laughs) that she fires at. uh, I like when she does the stereotypical trip and fall. But she makes up for it by throwing her high heel shoe and stabbing him in the face. Like, Just that's lodging funny. the heel right into his dome. And we agree that it's a pretty good prosthetic when he it pulls out the it. shoe it and it bleeds. Yeah. yeah, it's a good effect. I mean, the movie is definitely cheesy. Like, yes. it, it's, it's, it's can't low be on budget. Purpose. Can't, yeah. yeah, I mean that's Elvira. Her, know, that's at her core. Yeah. yeah her now we did have kind of a funny issue with the uh, so. They, when she decides to accidentally conjure, I guess, mm-hmm. because she accidentally conjures up a, a monster. A, a monster. Yeah, yeah, I can't even, it's some sort of weird monster that. Before she realizes it's she's a spell a book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the monster effect, pretty good. Good yeah. puppet. It's, 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 it's gross. a solid It's cool puppet, looking. You know, it explodes. <laughs> like, <clears throat> when I was a kid and uh, I saw the puppet, I always found the puppet to be really funny. Okay. Because if you watch the puppet, it's 
got a personality to it. It's, it's not just snapping. Sometimes it takes a look around like, yeah. the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just kind of snapping to me. Uh, it grabs at her boobs, too. It, it pulls does. her apron off, yeah. To me, the monster is more interested in how the fuck it came to be well, than yeah. it is with, you know, I think it's attacking. upset that she used Cheese Whiz as the topper for the spell. <laughs> I feel Cheese Whiz really locked the spell together. <laughs> really, that last component. <laughs> well, she tries to make it again, which puts a spell on the, the Puritan town to turn them into some... Yeah, let's be honest. Old people having sex is gross. <laughs> and it's just, just some... Some old people doing some really nasty oh, things, like licking body parts. Goody Proctor sits on dude's face. <laughs> Goody Proctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor Chastity Pryor. She's like, like is this seat taken? That's not a seat. <laughs> and you can see, like, her, her thighs, and she pulls her, her dress knickers. up. She pulls her dress up to her knees and just sits on a dude's face. Yeah, yeah. Notice, we never see that dude for the remainder of the movie. He died. <laughs> suffocated. <laughs> But, so, it leads to, I think, a very funny, or not, I don't know, it just, it leads to an interesting twist in the film, because we're ending in the third act, that the, the town is like, she did, what did, no, what happened, we were all fine and dandy, and you know, and uh, great uncle Vincent comes in, just like, well, clearly, she, witchcraft. It's Elvira. Yeah, he's like, Elvira, she's a witch, we can, I looked up town law, Yeah. we can burn her at the stake. That's still a thing we can do, guys, in 1988. <laughs> Everyone cool? Yay! They, they jump on board. The burning of a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quick. Well, she clearly is in league with the devil. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it's just, it was mind-boggling to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, no one? So I was like, whoa. Are we, as a town, going to murder a person? Yep. <laughs> because we all got a little swirl on with one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what is it's she, a bad influence. She, she looks at the dog and she she's like, "What are you whining about? You're not the one being burned at the stake." Cut to they built a little little stake for the dog. Yeah, I always <laughs> thought that was funny too. <laughs> a little, little cute little thing. She's a little. They're gonna burn her at the stake. But what is it? Chassis prize? Like, oh, we should do one of these every year. Okay. Yeah. That's, so now you're a cult. Like, now you're just a bloodthirsty maniac. <laughs> you went from she needs to leave, kill her. Let's kill every year. <laughs> let's, let's just choose let's some again. Unclean, let's start, unclean person in the town. <laughs> let's start rallying hobos. We'll put a witch hat on them. Burn them at the stake every year. Isn't that what happened in The Wicker Man? <laughs> like, it was just a start. The honey has to survive. <laughs> Fuck you, honey. <laughs> the breeze. Oh, I've never seen that movie. No, no, it's no need. Yeah. No need. Yeah, I don't yep. need to. I've saw enough The internet online. has showed yeah. me the best parts. Yep, I'm good. No Nick Cage. You and me are not going to yeah, sit down for two fine. hours. Yeah. We're fine. So, that's when her witch powers kind of kick in. The lunar eclipse kind of connect with the ring. Um, because we get a backstory that... <laughs> of her, her getting dropped off of an orphanage because of her mother was killed because of the ring of power, which cuts to little baby Elvira being left in, at an orphanage. In a little basket. This baby is full on Elvira Megabond. And that they ain't no CG at this time. Like, no. Someone put that on tiny baby had a lot baby of makeup. baby makeup on. Yeah. 
<laughs> with a little baby wig. <laughs> just, they just they they hoard up yeah. a small baby and stuck it on giant blue eyes. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it had so much mascara. And I'm thinking that baby sat still through all that. What, did they gas it? Where's that, where's that baby now? I wonder. It's Elvira. Where's baby? <laughs> Where's baby Elvira? Uh, but you know, they—that's they, they, when her witch powers kick in, and she actually becomes—I I feel a witch to the extent uh, of. Well, I mean, she's not like spellcasting or. She or pulls she, off a couple spells. Yeah, and then you know she she destroys her uncle with the um, backfired Avakadava curse. I assume the, the killing curse. Spooky. Oh, okay, if, okay. If Mad Eye Moody taught us anything from Dark. Not the not the Levioso that she casts on my dick. I asked you not to make that joke. I didn't promise. I didn't promise you I wouldn't. I know. I can't help I it. I gave you a cookie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the Let's blame the cookie. I may be a little high. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, I did lace it with cocaine. Yeah, like she she makes it rain to stop put out the, the fire. The, yeah, put out the, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, to, to stop the fire. <laughs> put out's fine. Um Yeah. And like that's, that's the extent really. Other than the Blockage of the killing curse, but you know, she saves it's the day. It's kind of kind of a Schwartz uh, Schwartz moment where uh, she's she repels. <laughs> Honestly, you said Schwartz, and I didn't hear Schwartz. I heard like you were about to say Schwarzenegger, and I was like, well, no, no, she, that's with the bazooka. Right, I was like, she had a Rambo moment, yeah. clearly not Commando, <laughs> but yeah, Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like it's because because all her power comes from a ring, and she deflects it and then pushes back with her magic powers. Mm-hmm. Um, to defeat him in one shot, which is kind of um, wow. anticlimactic a little. The budget was running out. I suppose. Because <laughs> the budget always runs out at the end of the movie. That's true. Wow. I guess it is true. Uh, I remember... Um, did you watch Movie Macabre? No. Um, it was never anything I really got turned on to. Like, I, I, I didn't know it existed, uh, I should say. Okay. Um, until I got early teens and I think this movie came around and then I knew she had the the movie Macabre but um so you came to her as a fan through the movie yeah. itself okay so you didn't know who she was prior no, to the I movie didn't. Okay. I, didn't. Well, I am a little older yeah like I remember the show I'd watch it on reruns I was that kid that would stay up late at night to watch the the monster movies yeah um I even would go so far like I loved her beer commercials like she, like she was, she was Budweiser every Halloween. They would do she, like a yeah, whole like, Doritos and Budweiser. Like, like we were saying, campaign. she was a she was a cultural icon. It wasn't just you know late night TV, and she happened to got a movie. Like hol- every Halloween, you would see her she, yeah. pop up. She ushered in the Halloween yeah. season on television. It was like here's October first, here's Elvira, which We've is started. Which again know? is funny because she's always had kind of the dirty humor shtick mm-hmm. and and all of that. Like she is incredibly aware of like her own character. Which is what makes it work, I think. If yeah, she it, wasn't it aware, it, it wouldn't be funny as much. I remember they did a It makes her smart. Like uh, not not, oh, not, yeah, to, yeah, not yeah, to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, that's fair. She she balances this dumb kind of intelligence like this low intelligence like unschooled maybe mm-hmm. um but she is really quick-witted yeah like she she she's definitely got a sharp brain 
The um, I remember on television one year they did a like they went to Disneyland. It was like a haunted mansion special, like mm-hmm. going to show a bunch of cartoons that are spooky related, um, right. and then they're going to have like a walkthrough of the haunted mansion, and mm-hmm. it was hosted by Elvira. And um, I remember watching it as a kid, thinking like, "Oh, that was kind of cool." But then I watched it on YouTube a couple years ago. And I never realized that what they did to cover up the sexiness of Elvira is her hair was heavily glued <laughs> to the front of her chest. So you could see that she had cleavage, yeah. but the hair here never moved. But the hair in other areas flowed normal. You Elvira know? single-handedly kept the double-sided tape business floating through the 80s i yeah i was watched it tonight i was just kind of like, I, I guess it's a glue thing <laughs> it's like, like it's industrial double-sided tape or just <laughs> straight up glued to her chest because like she is she's jumping around yeah, like, there's tons of just straight up boob humor mm-hmm. uh you know through through the whole movie well like, she does put the boob back in the boob tube she sure does yep that's you know um <laughs> The when the movie opens and she's doing her show, essentially the the the, 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 the macabre show, right, 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 and and she, they're showing like um, it came from Mars or some cheesy fifties movie. It made me just realize, like, I love those old movies like that, like these giant, clearly a foam monster. The yeah. the uh, you know what the drive-in movies of the fifties yeah. and sixties, and I just I wish we still made stuff like that not like with the low budget but just that like a creature feature that is known to be shit for the sheer fact that i mean is that what sci-fi channel's doing yeah but they're terrible <laughs> i think those were terrible at the time too i think, they could I think be, it's I get, time i'm, that I'm looking at the nostalgia factor but it's not like i can go to the drive-in anymore i mean i can but it's really tacky <laughs> it's like <laughs> But I mean, like, yeah, I just I don't I don't like the sci-fi original movies. They're just so bad. I mean, that's kind of what the new B movie is. Yeah, like they're, I guess. they're they're TV originals, or you just you know search through the internet and maybe find they just need to have Elvira films. and make them better. Now let me let me ask you this: Word, do you think we could have a new Elvira? No, no. I think once she retires, for sure. Or, you know, unfortunately, I mean, everybody dies. So she'll pass away at some time. Uh, no, I don't. It would have to be an internet thing. And I just don't think that's the same. Well, that's that's kind of what I mean, though. Like, but- I, I don't know if it would work the same and having a, like a sexy girl wearing the same kind of appeal. Because and, and, her punk rockness was so of the time. Like, yeah. that's what's interesting about the Elvira character is... She's always a little ladies. She is stuck in her yeah. mode. The world has transformed around her where a new Elvira would probably take in the shit from today. Make like internet meme jokes. And, and I'm like, that's that's not funny enough for mm. the shtick that she's doing. You're right. She's stuck in that 80s valley girl punk rock, which is why... She's probably still got a career, legitimately, I think, because people enjoy that shtick. Yeah. But it's, it's old and familiar. I mean, she did that um, reality show, <laughs> reality was quotes, where, you know, search for the new Elvira. And I never understood it. Like, I watched it and I couldn't grasp what was really going on. Because I was just like, so y- you're Elvira looking for the new Elvira? 
Well, but she's not retiring. Like, that was what I didn't get about the show. And like they hired to... a girl who was very cute, looked like her, fit the dress great. And then I remember that girl and her would go out and do things together. And I was like, are, are you going to, like, take Pass over? the torch. And, and the torch was never passed. Guess it didn't I, turn out. I just don't know what that show was supposed to be about. I think it was supposed to be, like, trying to find a new Elvira. And maybe even, like, Elvira 2. And just pass the torch along, but like know. like you were just saying, it seems it seems to really only work because it's locked in this time capsule. Or the actress has made it her own that you don't you don't you don't like try she, to shit on it. You know she what I mean? is like, she is a comedian. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's an improv. I believe she's a Growlings member. Yeah, I, she knows her shit. Like like past look past all the all the all the the, the dirty jokes and the boob humor. Like, watch her face. She's like, hilarious. Watch, watch her her you know animated body. Her like, eyes. Yeah, like her eyes. Like one of the funniest things to me is a couple times she'll cross her eyes when she's just kind of trying to drive home a joke. Yeah. Like she is a talented comedian actress, and she's one of the few people, and, and she does it a couple times in the movie that she breaks the fourth wall and connects with you, the viewer, in the sense yeah. of like. I'm in on the joke. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't work in movies. Like, you do, you're like, oh, okay. You know, um, like, Airplane did it a couple times. And it was funny then, you know. But but even when she's been in other movies, she's, it's clearly she's Elvira. Now, she may not be wearing the wig. Mm-hmm. Well, no, when she's not wearing the black wig, like, when it's just Cassandra Peterson and she's a redhead and she's, like, playing an actual character. Yeah. You, you, she is... I mean, you it's, know it's Elvira. You look, you're like, you're Elvira. But she's not acting like her. She's not yeah. doing anything like it whatsoever. Um, but it's obviously she's been a character in, she puts Right, on. but then she's been in a couple movies like Pee-wee's Big Adventure where, yeah, she's a biker chick. That's Elvira's a biker chick. Like, she's in another, um, and I was telling you about this over the weekend, there's a real shit two films starring Richard Chamberlain and Sharon Stallone, which uh, uh, take off of the Alan Quartermain adventure books. Mm-hmm. Um and she plays like the queen of the lost city of gold. Yeah, she's Elvira in a gold bustier. <laughs> like you know, she has no lines in the yeah. entire movie. Well, you I know. mean, you you try to fight your typecast, but rents do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, and then she's been in a couple other things. But she did. Um, uh, there's a a drag queen filmmaker who is very much inspired by the look and the the show of Elvira called Peaches Christ. Mm. She directed a movie. Uh, a couple years ago, called All About Evil, and Elvira plays the mom in the movie, and not any like it's she plays it straight. Nice, and it's a damn fun movie. I mean, it's a big tribute to cinema horror and John Waters and Elvira movies, kind of rolled in the one with really gross stuff and awesome. It, Check it out. It's so good, but it's so expensive because it wasn't released by like a studio. It's like it's straight up still considered like. One of the last few independent films, like, made by and sold by the creator. Yeah. Fucking $40 disc on Amazon. I'm like, God. I'm like, when are you going to lower that shit to 19 yeah. <laughs> Like, I want to own it. <laughs> but she she still will do independent film for local L.A. people. Not, like, she'll help out struggling artists. Not unlike Machete that we talked uh. about in the last episode. Danny Trejo will hook a brother up. Cassandra Pita hooks a brother up. Just good person. I said Cassandra Pita. Like, I'm from Quahog. 
Quahog? Um, her and Stan Lee, they've got their Kamikaze yeah. Expo. Convention? Expo? It's the Kamikaze Expo. There but we go. I knew it was something. It's got an E-word in it's, it. It's another comic convention. I guess. Yeah. Hosted by Stan Lee and Elvira. Two people yeah. that you would think, how the hell did they meet? But who cares? As I said earlier, she is a, a, a pop culture icon. Is she a pop culture icon in the same vein of a like rock star? Because they're both well-known. I, I mean, I'm not trying to put her on a level of like saying Michael Jackson or something because that's different, but... I'd actually say she's more... Uh, she's world-known. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. But but more like an actual comedian. Okay. You know, like, there's... Uh, an actress who had a character who, yeah. who, who did really well. I mean, like, like Sam Kinison. Like, there was a time Sam Kinison was everywhere. True. He got into movies being Sam Kinison. He, mm. was, he got TV. He did it all. Uh, and, like, unfortunately, he died. But, um, like, there's... I think that's the mo- the the closest we can kind of get to a comedian to to as far as kind of pitting down Elvira's. And what's good source. about it is that she's also a character actress that came up with this specific character, and is okay with it. Like she knows she she was like, nah, this is this is what pays yeah. the bills and keeps my family fed. What the good Lord blessed me with, I'm going to use it. Like she's, a, like, she's always clearly been very comfortable with her sexuality and with her body. No. You know? And well, I think that's when you're a Vegas showgirl, you kind of have Probably, to, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. she probably got up with that real quick. Yeah, she claims that Tom Jones took her virginity in Vegas. She also claims that she couldn't walk for two days afterwards. Sounds right. Well, you know. It's not unusual was, to walk I, funny for a while. I was trying to get there, and I couldn't remember it. No, I was like, it's unbelievable. Not it. Not the song. Not it. Not the song. <laughs> well, that comes to the close of our 100th episode and the first movie of October 2013. It's been an adventure, sir. I'd like to thank the listeners who have um, stuck with us from the beginning. And, uh, you know, um, thank you, and we're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I have said some terrible, terrible things. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And so have I. But to be fair, they were really funny. Uh, I would like to personally apologize for the first 15 shows. <laughs> how are the ducks in the, in the first how, 15? How are the ducks when it starts? Yeah. Like, how are the ducks like six? It's one of my favorites. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't claim anything bef- before how are the ducks. <laughs> you got to get your, fit, your footing, you know, kind of figure out what, what, what it's going to be. The, uh, it is the Halloween month. And uh, as, as, as our listeners are one to know and people who may have this could be your first podcast welcome um and as you will find out soon we love a theme we didn't know this when we started how big of a theme horrors we were it's just so much fun it is i'm not gonna lie like we can't we seem to not be able to go two months without theming a month Mm mm-hmm well, we come up with some really good ones. We do. You know? We're really good at uh, this. But the theme of October is clearly all about the Halloween season, which is my favorite holiday and the only time I feel alive because usually the 11 months the rest of the year, dead inside. Completely just dead, 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 dead. You are super excited. Yeah. Mm. I know you can't hear it. But compare it to earlier, like two months ago. Yeah. Well, what well, you know, I like me up Jack Lantern. It's true. And candy corn Oreo cookies. Oh my god, guys! Y'all, go I'm out, so find sorry them. you can't have any. It's so awesome. 
Really good. I don't understand the people online who were shitting on them. Clearly, they have never had gold in their mouth. (laughs) Idiots. This shit is magical. (laughs) Brought down from fucking elves to my mouth. (laughs) And I ain't talking them like Keebler elves. Fuck them. I'm talking like black magic sorcerer elves who really know what's up. Wow. Yeah. There's unicorn blood in this. I can taste it. So not Dolby. No. Dobby. Dolby? Dolby Dolby surround sound? Yeah, who works for Dolby? (laughs) Dobby works for Dolby. He does. It's very ironic. (laughs) I don't think that's irony. I don't think it is either. (laughs) It's just stupid. (laughs) Like a black fly in a Chardonnay. Clearly, it is completely ironic. Yeah, it's, you know, like, you know, meeting Mr. Right and then meeting his beautiful husband. Yeah. She updated it ten years later. Did she? Yeah. It's really weird to sing to now when I'm in my car hanging out the window <laughs> with with my hair blowing the wind. <laughs> singing to the other four clones yeah, of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get in on that. <laughs> and the one retarded one in the back doing that palsy thing that she did oh. on stage. <laughs> uh remember Atlantis Morrison? <laughs> No, no, not you. The, the, the listeners. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I do, but not by choice. No, all right. Thank you for 100 episodes. We really do mean it. We'd like you to stick around. Um, I'm, of course, your uh, ghost host for the month. Leland here with uh, my spooky, macabre friend, Spooky. All year round, Spooky. Yeah. I don't have a cool nickname. We are spooky and scary. Nah. That's not bad. But I'm not that scary. Scaredy? Spooky and scaredy? Fuck you. I was pretty good at the haunted house. You this were. Year. You Dude, were. I had my Wonder Woman bracelets on. I was like, oh, bam! Wonder Woman! I was like, deflect, deflect, what? That first year, I pulled, Oh, I was a little girl. I'm not I pulled lie. a yeah, muscle yeah. in my ribs. I laughed so much. Well, I'm sorry. When a vampire demon on, like, elastic strings drops out of the darkness in front of you when you're clearly not expecting it, I scream like a little girl in piddle. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not manly like you to go. I laugh, <laughs> bring it. I laugh so hard. I think it's because we brought another friend with us this year who took over the scary yeah, cat factor. Really, so I, I felt more manly in in like the scheme of things. I was like, it's <laughs> yeah, not me this at least year. I'm not this guy. <laughs> but uh, this month's gonna be awesome. Uh, I hope you tune in all Halloween. Sorry, I went a little long with this one, but it is our 100th episode, and we're giving love to one of our most favorite people in the world. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and she deserves a little bit of a longer show. She does. And frankly, so do we. We do. We earned it. We had to have cookies. Oh my God, it's crazy. Any uh, imparting wisdom on our 100th episode? Dear Elvira. I meant for us. Oh. Keep on trucking, Leland. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I just. Wow. Well, darlings, this is Elvira, every trick or treat, wishing you a safe, insane Halloween. And, oh yeah, unpleasant dreams.